And we are live. Hello, hello, everyone. We are here for another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. And today we have an amazing guest. Um, but you know how I got how got how I always start listening to some Jasmine Mary Fearless. So let's just wait a couple of more seconds while we just let people log in on this awesome Friday. All right, so let's go ahead and get started. I want—I had to make sure that we were actually public. Sometimes when these um, live start is on just me only mode, something with StreamYard. So here I am with Cheryl. Um, why don't we just get started with you? Um, actually, let me introduce myself. Probably should do that first. Okay. Um, hi, everybody. I am Mary Ann, your fearless living coach where my mission is to inspire, empower, and equip women from coast to coast to, leave, to live a free and happy life. Um, so this month's series um, has been all about reinventing yourself after the age of 40. A lot of times women um, have ideas and have goals and things that they want to accomplish. And for one reason or another, they put those things aside and they feel that they're either too old, they're always too something to move to the next step. So this month we have been talking to some amazing women about debunking that um, idea and they have reinvented themselves. Um, so we are going to be starting with Cheryl and go ahead, Cheryl. Hey, everybody. Glad to be here. Thanks, Marianne, for having me. You're and, welcome. I'm Cheryl Grant from Untangle Me Now, and I am an inner healing teacher and coach. And um, you know how there are some women who go after, you know, degree after degree, they go for the profession, they go after their dreams, they're just chasing, 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 they get them, they make their goals and get them, and then they're still not happy deep down. And so those are the women that I work with because I want to help them smile from the inside. And that's awesome. what I had to learn how to do. And that's what I help other women do. Awesome. Awesome. So when you and I met mm -hmm. many years ago, mm -hmm. you were actually my business coach. Yes. So how did you make the transition from being a business coach to being an energy coach? Is it energy well, healing? Energy healing, energy medicine. Yes. yes. And life coach. Um, well, it's interesting because <laughs> I didn't. I kind of like happened into this. I healed into this, I guess, is what I should say. Um, I was happy being a business coach. I was doing well. Things were going great. And then all of a sudden, things stopped. Mm. And um, I didn't understand what was going on fully. But my clients were having success, but I was not. I'm like, this is something's wrong here. Um, so I knew that I was out of alignment in some way. 
Then um, shortly after that, I ended up getting married and my marriage actually triggered some things inside me that were unhealed. And that started me on a journey to healing. And um, once I started that journey and learned about energy medicine and how it was so easily changing the things that I had struggled with inside for so long, then I knew that I was in the right spot and I was in alignment finally. Wow. Interesting. Okay. So mm-hmm. when it comes to energy healing, cause I know that I reached out to you when mm-hmm. I saw that you had um, transitioned. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of myths about energy healing, especially when it comes to being a Christian and things like that. Mm-hmm. So what would you say in regards to that? Well, and I struggled with that too. Because being a Christian for 30 years, and then I started learning about this stuff, and it was it was a hard, it was a hard transition for me because there was part of me I knew the Holy Spirit was leading me this way, and then the other part of me, the tradition, the religious instruction, the you know, everything I've been taught for all these years to just discount anything that isn't Christian. Um, I was fighting, I was fighting with myself. So it was only after just allowing myself, like, I know who I am. I know that I don't dabble in things that are not, that are ungodly. And if the Holy Spirit is leading me this way, I need to pay attention. And so I did. And I think most of it is from a lack of understanding what energy medicine is about and Mm -hmm. from a lack of understanding the science behind it. So um, it's not woo-woo stuff. It Mm -hmm. is basically how our bodies are made how God made our bodies to function. And we have not only a physical body, but we have an energy body. And everything that we are, everything that is made starts from energy. It is energy. That's just the simple truth of it. There's no way around it. It doesn't matter what religion you are. It is what it is. It's mm-hmm. like saying that I don't believe in gravity, but okay, jump out of a plane and see. <laughs> and see. <laughs> gravity is still gravity, whether you decide to believe it or not. Right. Right. (laughs) You know, I had to accept that it is what it is. And then when I saw the results, and then as I grew, my relationship with God became so much more than it was in the 30 years that I as a Christian. And so then I knew I was on the right track because I felt closer to him than I'd ever felt before. The inner peace that I thought I had, you know, because we say, you know, having that peace that surpasses all understanding. And we sometimes we have all these cliches in church. Mm-hmm. But when you go home, you really don't have that, you know, I'm blessed and highly favored. You're not feeling that when you go home. You know, you're not feeling that peace that surpasses understanding when all chaos is breaking out. So when I started doing this work and my relationship with God grew and I felt that inner peace that real, real inner peace that surpassed Mm -hmm. understanding, like everything in my life was falling apart at the time. And I think that's how God kind of gets our attention. It's like, as soon as I started doing this work, chaos started happening with my marriage, my family, all kinds of stuff was going on. But in the midst of that, I had this inner peace that was inexplicable. I I can't Mm -hmm. even explain it. So (laughs) I need you to explain it because that's my question. (laughs) How do you describe inner peace how would you describe that? It's like a deep knowing. And I don't know words to put other than a knowing, but it's more than a knowing. It's not a regular knowing. It's just a deep 
knowing that everything is okay, even in this moment while everything is falling apart. It's just a knowing that um, it's just hard to explain. It's like still okay on the inside, still smiling on the inside, still, you know, find myself walking around smiling when nothing's going on. Like nobody's talking to me, I'm not crazy, but I'm just feeling happy from the inside, just peaceful. Um, That's beautiful. Yeah, it, it's, it's great. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. um, so what would you say in your program, what has been one thing that has occurred to a client mm -hmm. that has transitioned them um, to get to that inner peace that they thought would never happen? Um, well, it wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's one thing because most of us have layers and layers and layers of stuff. Mm -hmm. Anytime we don't process how we feel properly, um, that gets trapped Okay. In, in our body, energy is supposed to slow. Emotions are energy in motion. And so when that motion is not happening, things get stuck in the body. Um, traumas, you know, through this process, I rediscovered all the childhood sexual trauma, actually, that I had endured. I remembered some, others I had not. Mm -hmm. So I got into this work. And so it's not one thing. What I learned was, because when I first started um getting clients, I was working with women with anxiety because that was something I knew 100% that I could deal with because I was waking up with anxiety like on 10, like mm -hmm. butterflies in my stomach nonstop every morning, just always a feeling of something bad is about to happen, like inside that that feeling. Like you're in a roller coaster and you're going up and you know you're about to go down that, that yeah. feeling mm -hmm. every single day. So I had gotten that down to like zero. And so I knew I could help with that. And so when I started working with women um, that would come to me with anxiety, one common thread that seemed to um, be consistent through all of them is that they had gone through some type of childhood sexual trauma. Yeah. Once I discovered that, it kind of clicked. Okay, this is where um, I need to focus on how to get that healing because we can get rid of the anxiety. After I got rid of the anxiety, I still didn't have the total peace and the happiness mm -hmm. inside. So I just mm -hmm. didn't have anxiety. That's not the final outcome you want. And so it's through that that I, you know, you peel back the layers. So there's not one thing. Right. Okay. Peel back the layers. I have a system now that I learned, um, basically that God took me through. He mm -hmm. showed me every step of the way. Some stuff I learned in my training is basically the basics I learned in my training about energy healing and, and that thing, and that process. Mm -hmm. And then God kind of showed me how to heal myself. And as I'm healing myself, I was helping other people heal. Especially with someone who has childhood sexual trauma, the common mm -hmm. is anxiety and depression. Okay. Yeah. Um, so how do you stay abreast? How, look, how do you continue learning to stay on top of, you know, what's going on in your industry and in your, you know, being an expert in energy healing? I'm always reading. I'm connected to a couple different groups of women who do the same type of work. And we kind of you know, bounce things off of each other. They come up with something that they haven't experienced before or vice versa. You kind of like bounce things off of them. What did you do for this, that kind of thing. But I do a lot of reading. I do a lot of time. And this is the interesting. I don't do any meditation. 
because you hear that a lot about, you know, you need to heal, you need to learn how to meditate. I don't know how to meditate. Mm-hmm. Never meditated in my life. Yeah. Um, but what I do is every day I sit, spend time with God, maybe about good 15 minutes every morning. And I release energy that's ready to go because mm-hmm. if you are growing, if you are reading, if you are doing things, there's energy rising up that's ready to be released. I, re- I just keep releasing. Mm-hmm. So um, to me, it's staying in tune with God because I never want to get out of alignment with what he wants right. me to do. And so he can teach me better than anybody else. Right. So that's, mm-hmm. that's what I depend on and um, it's working. Awesome. So going back to the reinventing yourself and how you shifted. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times women feel stuck. Mm-hmm. They're unclear, mm-hmm. whether it's fear or no support, variety of reasons. Mm-hmm. What would you say are some of the reasons why women don't transition and continue to be content with being unsatisfied with their lives? Um, and I don't even think they're content. I think they just gave up. Like mm. there's an underlying belief system, which is energy as well, <laughs> um, that causes them to believe that they don't deserve better or this is it. And because most people live in a box, most people live in a box of what we've learned and what we're accustomed to. And anytime you go in and try to mess with it or shift, you're going to you're going to feel it. And it doesn't right. feel good at first. Mm-hmm. So I think most people would rather be comfortable than grow or heal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For a woman that didn't grow up having a support system or may not even have that right now, mm-hmm. what sort of advice or what tips would you give her to make that transition? To make the transition to a new uh, yes. business? A new way of life. Mm-hmm. New way of life? Yes. Um, You got to start, you got to sit with yourself and ask yourself some questions. Self-awareness is the first thing. You've got to be self-aware. You've got to understand that, okay, who am I? What am I about really? What were the things that I was missing growing up? You know, what didn't I get? Do your research, sit with it, ask yourself questions, ask other people questions. As a matter of fact, I sent an email out this about the other day. You know, ask other people, the people that are close to you, your family, the ones that you trust to tell you the truth and you know that really care about you, ask them, you know, what do you, what are some of the things you see with me that, um, you know, I can work on or, or what have you. So you got to you gotta sit with yourself and be honest with yourself and be open to hear about the blind spots that you have mm-hmm. because you're not going to move forward without that. You're not going to get too far. If you yeah. do, you're going to yank right back <laughs> until you get it right. Right. So. <laughs> Yeah. And you mentioned that you're still involved in life coaching. So how does your does do you ever work with one client doing both life coaching and the untanglement? Yes. Yes. That's the best way. That's the best way because you're dealing with the subconscious and the conscious. So the work I do, the energy work can work. It works by itself whether you're consciously doing it or not. Our conscious mind is probably about 10%, five to 10%, um, they say is scientifically, is our conscious mind making the decisions, doing the work. Subconsciously it's 90 to 95%. So if you're just dealing with your conscious mind and not dealing with the subconscious, Mm -hmm. you're gonna find yourself never getting to that place that you wanna be fully. 
internally. You might get the you might get the you know prize in the hand, but inside you're not fully there. So um, yes, I do the life coaching with the energy coaching. That's the best way to do it. Deal with the conscious and the subconscious at the same time, and it's huge, huge. Okay. So what would you say has been the most important thing that you've learned about your life through this transition? Um, the feelings buried alive never die. That, <laughs> that, that statement right there, and when I read, there's a book titled that. Um, when I read that, I'm like, wow, because I was the type of person, anybody that knew me, it looked like nothing bothered me. Mm-hmm. I would, I was the queen of moving on, like whatever, you, you know, you're not going to phase me. It doesn't matter if it was a relationship or what, or what it was. I didn't let stuff bother me. I didn't know that it really was bothering me and I was storing it. So that was the biggest light bulb for me that, man, all the stuff that I thought I was over, I really wasn't over. And no, why do you think you do that? What convinced me otherwise before I knew this? that I wasn't over that stuff. Mm. Why do you think that we, particularly women, why do you think we do that? Like we put up that barrier mm-hmm. and we, we we don't really know the difference. We think that we're handling something, but we're truly not. Because we're never taught. And when you grow up as a child, and I'll speak to just you know my family and many, you know, I would say people of color. Mm-hmm. Um, we tend to grow up in, in spaces where you don't speak as a child. You're, you know, to be seen and not heard. You're not spoken to or asked to share how you're feeling about something. You just do what you're told to do. So we're not really, um, most of us weren't raised in a way to talk about how we feel. You just shut it down, you know, suck up some tears, you know, (laughs) that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. We're trained that way from children to shut down. And so it just becomes a way of life. Shut down and move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, what would you say is the difference between women who are younger, 20s, 30s, versus women who are over the age of 40, mm-hmm. that the difference is when it comes to like reinventing yourselves or, you know, sometimes when, you know, you have a 18 year old, 19, 20 year old in college and they change their majors five times. Mm-hmm. They know what they want and they just go. Mm-hmm. But when you're older, like you're more hesitant. Why do you think that is? Well, one, you know, most people have bills. <laughs> so you look at the practical matter of it. It's like you need an income. You got to make sure that you're doing something that you're going to be able to, you know, take care of yourself or your family, mm-hmm. or what you need to do. So I think that's the biggest hindrance for most people. Because when you transition, you may not have a stable income, depending on what you do. Um, But I think that's the biggest difference. I think underneath that, though, we're the same. The 20-year-old, 20-something-year-old, and the Mm 40-something-year-old that is not clear on her purpose or what she's supposed to be doing or not isn't happy. We're the same same little girl inside. Mm -hmm. Now, if someone is not clear on what their purpose is, Mm How, what what suggestions, couple of tips would you give someone that's trying to figure out what their purpose is? Um, I think part of it is most times we think it's deeper than what it really is. The thing that you are, um, that you gravitate to naturally is related to your purpose. In that you're going to find 
that things related to that bug you, really mm -hmm. bug you. And um, you may not, you may not think that that's something you want to deal with, but it's something that you just naturally you're going to have a conversation about it. If it comes up on the topic, you're going to talk nonstop about it. Um, if someone else is talking about it, you have something to say. That is your area where you are. That's your strength. And you don't have to think about it. You don't have to, you know, wonder about it. That's it. But I think the, the breakdown comes when you're trying to figure out your purpose and you want to make money. That becomes a little more difficult. But mm -hmm. our purpose, I've always known my purpose was empowering women. I didn't realize exactly how that was mm -hmm. until just a few years ago, to be honest. Right. I thought it was one way, but as you keep growing, right, it comes out. And I believe God's timing is a perfect timing. So, mm -hmm. what would you say have been some of the skills or traits that you possess mm -hmm. that has led to your success? Um, the tricks, traits, traits. Oh, okay, mm -hmm. traits. Um, creativity. Um ask a lot of questions. I'm very um, curious. Like I hear about something I like to research. I'm a researcher. I can research something to death. That's a, you know, that's a good trait and a bad trait because <laughs> and procrastinating because you're just researching everything. Right. And that's one of the things that I've been working on energetically too, to, um, you know, get past having to research something to death and just move uh, without thinking too much. I overthink a lot. Um, so, uh, that that's that's probably where I would go with that. Okay, all right. So tell the viewers like how to find you, how to connect with you. Um, actually, no. Before you do that, before you do that, um, what are you currently working on, and um, how what do you have planned for the rest of the year? Mm -hmm. So actually what I have planned now, I'm my untangle me method is I've basically streamlined my method of working with clients and I'm going to take on a few women and they're going to go through my program um, for free actually. And these are women who have experienced sexual trauma and I'm going to take them from beginning to end because my clients in the past, I like learned this in between their process. So I started one way and, and have gone another way. So even though they got results, I want to see it from beginning to end in my method. And so that's what I'm working on now. Um, and then going to roll that out and open it up um, to others to take part in that. And then um, I'll be shifting. I'll be working from different parts of the world across the water. <laughs> so we'll be um, transitioning to Ghana. And so I'll be spending time in Ghana and spending time here. Um, but because I work mostly, you know, distance anyway, I don't do it in person. doesn't really make a difference where I am. So that's, I'm excited about that. I absolutely awesome. love, love, love Ghana. So that's, awesome. um, that's what we're working on for the rest of the year. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So now how do um, people connect with you? How do they book a session with you? Um, you can let them know. With me on uh, my website it's untangle me now.com and um, that is 
my website as is. I had to change everything. So <laughs> it's not fully done, but you can still go there and get a little bit of information and book an appointment, untanglemenow.com. You can also find me on Facebook and uh, Instagram under the same uh, untanglemenow.com. Well, just untanglemenow. Awesome, awesome. Then this question for you, mm -hmm. um, and you're actually, I just thought about this recently. I didn't ask this to the previous um, guests, um, but going forward, it's going to be um, one of my staples here. Okay. Um, how would you describe or what would it, what does it mean to you to live a fearless and fabulous life? Ooh, doing what you want, when you want, anytime you want, and not worrying about what other people think about it or have to say about it. I love it. I love it. I, yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. That is that's freedom. Perfect. Perfect. That's freedom. Um, so any, huh? Yes, so that's it freedom. is. Yes. So any huh? So any last parting words before we end? Time goes by fast when I do these. <laughs> um, yes, you know, I just encourage people to um really think about who they are, the whole of who they are, including that energy part of you, because when your energy is out of balance, when you have blocks, it's going to impact you, um, not just emotionally, it impacts you mentally, it impacts you even physically. A lot of the physical pain, illnesses, anxiety, all of that is because something is out of balance. And so if you want to get to the root of it and release it, versus coping or taking a medication to cope. If you want to heal deep down, then right. you got to do the work and you got to start, um, you know, start start with understanding your emotions and how they, how they function. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for being my special guest. Thanks for having me. You're, so welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I know when you first met me, you, I probably drove you crazy. <laughs> you were very, you were very shrunk back, and you didn't want to, you know, step out there. But you're out there now, and you're doing great. And it's thank awesome. You. It's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, this wraps up the September series: reinventing yourself after the age of forty. Thank you very much for our special guest, Cheryl Grant, and please make sure that you guys look her up and connect with her. Thank you and have a fabulous Friday evening. All right, guys, I hope that you enjoyed um, listening to Cheryl and all about um, Untangle Me and energy healing. And I really hope that you guys have gotten some valuable information from this series here in September, reinventing yourself over the age of 40. Um, so just make sure that you know, you know, let me know. Um, just recently, actually, I did the paid um, site for um, StreamYard, so I'm able to save and download um, this um, show. The two previous ones, I do have access to them, or actually you guys can find them on Facebook. Um, and you can also um, connect with me on my Facebook page, 
the Fearless Living Coach. And just go back and listen to our previous guests, um, Kathy Harris and Tanya Bankston, um, and now Cheryl Grant. Um, these ladies know what they're talking about. Um, they are speaking from experience. So it's not just something that they, you know, write in a book or anything like that. They are actually speaking their truths um, from personal experiences. Um, so I am so very excited and thankful for these ladies. Again, a lot of um, love for each and every one of them. Um, coming up in October, we are going to be shifting to a different population. Um, we are going to be speaking to um, single mothers who either have a successful career or a successful um, business. So they are entrepreneurs, CEOs of both their lives and their businesses. Um, and some of them even are doing both, um, have a career and um, entrepreneurship. So be sure that if you know a single mother um, that she connects with me on Facebook, again, The Fearless Living Coach, or here on my um, my regular page, um, Marianne Dannert. And thank you guys. Enjoy the rest of your Friday and continue living a fearless and fabulous life. Good night. Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Kelly. The host of Getting Real with Bossy, the real, raw, and honest podcast about small business ownership. We created Bossy to be a safe place to ask the hard questions and to get support that's necessary. With our experience, nine businesses in over 25 years, we continue to bear it all and share what we wish we had known. We move past the must-be-nices and start getting real. Come along as we interview small business owners and get the true story. Leave with another tool for the next time you feel alone on this journey. Business ownership leads to unexpected knowledge. What are you an expert at? Tell us at Getting Real with Bossy and subscribe today.